You're listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Each week, we will be bringing you a pub quiz style program with five rounds of varying themes consisting of eight questions each. We also start every episode with a bonus anagram, which will be due at the end of the episode after the answers for round five. If you'd like, we have a PDF scoring sheet available on our website, TriviaTimePodcast.com, which you can use to answer along. Each correct answer will be worth one point unless specified otherwise. Get together with your trivia team or play solo at home or on the go because it's trivia time. Welcome to episode 140 of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I am your host, Kelly Sharon, and I am joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. Hi there. How you doing, Kelly? Oh, pretty good. How are you? I'm hanging in there, not gonna lie. Kind of seems like the world just took a giant dump. Uh, sure does, yes. Yeah, it's been some pretty bleak news lately, but the show goes on. So we're here to bring you all a little bit of levity in the form of questions and stupid jokes, so... Crazy times. Yeah, they sure are. And not crazy cool, but here we are. No, not crazy, sexy, cool TLC styles. Mm -mm, Unfortunately. So as we're closing out the month of May, we'll actually be revealing the answers to our monthly visual round at the end of this episode and posting a new one for those of you that enjoy those. We are also closing out our five-star review t-shirt contest. Feel free to still leave us five-star reviews, though, because we love them. We will be coming at you with that raffle prize winner on episode 142 in just a few weeks. So thank you, everybody that participated. It was so heartwarming to see all of those reviews come in. We needed them. It felt real good. Yeah, really big thanks. Yeah. So just a few to give a shout out to this episode. Huge thanks to Trevor Eric Jones, Oddball13, Rhea Hoff, That Chick248, and HP Fan543. And I know that there were several others that popped up, and we will mention you soon, so hold tight, taters. Also, two new patrons. Massive thanks to Anthony and Sophie for joining that cool crew. Woo! And then just two more shout-outs before we get going. One of our patrons and friend of the show that we actually collaborated on last year during the UNICEF fundraiser. He's a tater. He's a fellow quiz master. His name is Jeff. And he actually launched his own trivia podcast. It is geared for kids and it is really fun and awesome and adorable. It is called Be Quiz I Said So <laughs> and is available now. So if you have kids and enjoy trivia, definitely check it out because it's a really fun program. So big congrats to Jeff for getting that going. Also, congratulations to Kelly and Nate for their recent nuptials. They are listeners, as well as Kelly's sister, Jill, who we know personally. We really appreciate the support. So congrats on getting married. Woo! All right, it's time to get to our bonus anagram of the week. This will be due at the end of our program after we reveal the answers to round five, so you have plenty of time to work on it. Our bonus anagram this week is a mealy nip. A-M-E-A-L-Y-N-I-P. And the question that goes with this anagram is, what former One Direction member released his debut studio album, LP1, in 2019? Moving on to round one. 
Round number one is called ZZ Top. This general knowledge round consists of answers that all include ZZ within their spelling. Question number one. Born Melissa Jefferson, what American musician has released the studio albums Big Girl, Small World, Coconut Oil, and Cuz I Love You? Question number two. What 1988 rom-com cult classic film starred Julia Roberts and centered on two teenage girls who are employed at a restaurant in a Connecticut fishing town? Question number three. Honoring the perceived worst films of the year, what high-profile parody award show honors cinematic underachievements? Question number four. Best known for their 1993 hit song, Fade Into You, what alt-rock band features the haunting lead vocals of Hope Sandoval? Question number five. Originally established in Vancouver, what is the only professional NBA basketball team in the state of Tennessee? Question number six. Developed in relation to classical and operatic voices, what is the vocal range defined as a type of classical female singing voice whose vocal range lies between the soprano and the contralto voice types? Question number seven. There are two main characters in the Muppets gang that have ZZ in their names. List one of them for a point. Question number eight. Born in Fall River, Massachusetts, what woman was tried and acquitted for the infamous 1892 Axe Murders? We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round one, ZZ Top. Question number one. The musician who released the studio albums Coconut Oil and Cuz I Love You is Lizzo. Love her. Love both of those albums. Coconut Oil is actually an EP, I believe. It had that Good As Hell song, among a few other gems. And she's putting out new music currently. Good stuff. Question number two. The 1988 rom-com cult classic film starring Julia Roberts is Mystic Pizza. I love that film name. I've never seen this one. Oh, really? It's okay. 
is it as good as the movie title? Not what you'd imagine. Mystic Pizza would be like, can I have a medium pepperoni, add a little Stevie Nicks, right? Yeah, it's not quite that. Some little crystal sprinkles. (laughs) Question number three. The parody award show that honors cinematic underachievements is the Razzies or the Golden Raspberries. Question number four. The band behind the 1993 hit Fade Into You is Mazzy Star. That whole album is so gorgeous. Hope Sandoval's voice is one of my favorite voices of all time, but I just wanted to mention that Fade Into You is actually the first song that I learned on guitar. My dad taught me. It's only three chords and I would play it and my best friend Allison at the time would sing the lyrics and she didn't have a tambourine so she would just shake a a bag of chips. Oh my god. (laughs) It lives somewhere on a cassette tape. Oh my god. I'll let you know if I ever dig it up. You really need to. I would listen in a heartbeat. That sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. I think I was in seventh grade. That's so sweet. Little Ricky. I love that. (laughs) Question number five. The only NBA team in Tennessee is the Memphis Grizzlies. And reading that, I just want to turn those S's in Tennessee to Z's. Tennessee. Ooh, I see what you did there. Question number six. The classical female vocal range that lies between the soprano and the contralto voice types is mezzo-soprano. Truth or dare, Kelly. Mm, Truth. (laughs) Nope, you waited too long, dare. No. (laughs) I dare you to sing two bars of My Heart Will Go On in your best mezzo-soprano. Go. Well, let's be honest. I don't even know what mezzo-soprano is. (laughs) (laughs) But if you did, you would nail it. Exactly. Move over, Celine. There's no room on this wooden door for you. Oh, my goodness. I will never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Question number seven. You needed to list one of the two main Muppets characters that have ZZ in their name for a point, and they are Fozzie, the bear, And Rizzo, the rat. Rizzo's a cool guy. I actually included a picture and he is holding a slice of Mystic Pizza. Am I right? Definitely. I see the crystal flakes from here. (laughs) Right. Question number eight. The Massachusetts woman who was tried and acquitted for the infamous 1892 axe murders was Lizzie Borden. And when I see the state name Massachusetts, I just want to swap those Z's in for those double S's and make it Massachusetts. Yes, again. Again. (laughs) I'm consistent. I also included a little meme for Kelly. It has a picture of Lizzie Borden. It says, you axed for it. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Moving on to round two. Round number two is our audio round. This one is called Uno, Dos, Tres. This one goes out to our vibrant neighbors to the south. This is a music round consisting of songs from Mexican and Mexican-American musicians. You will get a half point for song title and a half point for recording artist. One. Two. 
two. Yes, don't turn your back on me, baby. Stop messing around with your tricks. Don't turn your back on me, baby. You just might pick up my magic sticks. Four. for round two, Uno Dos Trace. Song number one was Bitty Bitty Bom Bom by Selena. Song number two was Cool for the Summer by Demi Lovato. Song number three was Black Magic Woman by Carlos Santana. That she's a black magic Song number four was Diamonds and Rust by Joan Baez. They bring diamonds and rust. Song number five was Donna by Richie Valens. Oh, Donna, oh, Donna. Song number six was You're No Good by Linda Ronstadt. Song number seven was Tequila by The Champs. Tequila. And song number eight was Come and Get It by Selena Gomez. Get it, get it, get it. 
And a fun fact is that Selena Gomez was named after Selena, the other Selena. There you have it. Another fun fact is that my little sister's orange and white cat growing up was also named Selena. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I used to refer to her as the Mexican singing sensation. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was not. She was very vocal, though. Oh, well. So for some reason, I had no idea that Linda Ronstadt was of Mexican descent until I made this round. I was like, huh, good to know. I actually did not either. Yeah. That Cool for the Summer song by Demi, Total Guilty Pleasure. Love that by Anthem. I love that one, too. <laughs> And then also, I just wanted to mention that not all the members of the champs are Mexican-Americans, but I know the horn player is for sure, and that's like carries the whole song. You cannot not hear that song every single de Mayo. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And I only think of Pee Wee Herman, but anyways. And you won't get that reference because you're not an 80s kid. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Moving on to round three. This next round goes out to recent patron Chloe who listens with her friend, Nohe Alani, and requested that we craft a round in her honor. This round is called Word to Your Mothership. Beam me up with this round about all things extraterrestrial. Thanks, ladies. Question number one. With a presence of water and therefore speculation of the possibility of life, what is the only dwarf planet in the asteroid belt? Question number two. Named after the man who formulated the probabilistic argument, what is the equation that surfaced in 1961 and is used to estimate the number of active, communicative, extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way? Question number three. What was the name of glam rocker David Bowie's bisexual alien rock superstar alter ego? This stage character elevated popularity and interest in extraterrestrial life among young adults in the 1970s. Question number four. In 2010, what theoretical physicist warned humans that we should not try and contact other alien life forms. He predicted that they would pillage the Earth for resources and have a similar outcome as when Columbus landed in America, which, quote, didn't turn out well for Native Americans, unquote. Question number five, originally referred to as Paradise Ranch, What decade was the highly classified facility that is often associated with extraterrestrial research, Area 51, built? Question number six. What sci-fi alien-themed 2002 film, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan, starred Mel Gibson as a former priest? who discovers crop circles in his cornfields. Question number seven. What is the alliterative term for the Allied aircraft pilots who described mysterious aerial phenomena, including UFOs, over European skies during World War II? And as a hint, 
This term is also the name of a successful American rock band. Question number eight. With over double the amount of UFO sightings as the state in second place, what U.S. state has reported the highest number of UFO sightings since 1998? We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round three. Word to your mothership. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect might be a stretch. <laughs> Question number one. With speculation of the possibility of life, the only dwarf planet in the asteroid belt is Ceres. I thought that asteroids and dwarf planets were like the same thing. Yeah, I don't really know what the difference is. Like they're all just rocks, right? Right? I don't know. <laughs> Help. Question number two. Whoa, Kelly, what was that? <laughs> uh, either an asteroid or a planet. <laughs> Hard to say. <laughs> Is it the ghost of the Mexican singing sensation Selena scratching at my subconscious? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or was it Lizzie Borden giving me a few taps with her axe? <laughs> tap, tap. Baby, tap in. <laughs> tap, tap, tap in. No, in actuality, that was a triple tater, which means if you correctly answer this question, you will receive three points instead of one. The equation used to estimate the number of active, communicative, extraterrestrial civilizations in the Milky Way is the Drake equation. Oh, it's Kelly's favorite equation. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little hotline bling from the Milky Way right about now. <laughs> question number three. David Bowie's bisexual alien rock superstar alter ego that spiked interest in extraterrestrial life in the 1970s was Ziggy Stardust. Love it. Brilliant. Great alter ego. And it also came out right around the time when cults were really popping up everywhere. And a lot of the cults had these sort of space themes, you know. We're going to get saved. Where's the spaceship? All that. For sure. A time of a lot of psychedelics. Definitely. Pretty far out stuff. But his Ziggy Stardust fashions. Mm, chef's kiss. So good. Very fun. Question number four. The theoretical physicist who warned the world in 2010 that humans should not try and contact other alien life forms is Stephen Hawking. I love that he equated... Christopher Columbus and his crew to aliens invading Earth. <laughs> totally. Not wrong. No, he's a smart guy. Question number five. The decade Area 51 was built was the 1950s. I love that it was originally called Paradise Ranch. It's so weird. Very weird. I'm into it. It seems very Lynchian. <laughs> it really does. Question number six. The 2002 M. Night Shyamalan sci-fi alien-themed film starring Mel Gibson was Signs. So for some reason, I saw this in the theater. Oh, I'm surprised. Don't ask <laughs> me because it was 20 years ago. 
and I don't like scary movies, and this scared me so bad. Yeah, I don't like this one. Mm-mm, I don't like it either, even more than I don't like how much it scares me. I didn't like that at the end of the movie, the aliens didn't take Mel Gibson away. <laughs> exactly. We're still stuck with that jerk. What'd you come here for? Yeah. <laughs> we offer him his tribute. Earth's offerings. Question number seven. The term for the Allied aircraft pilots who described mysterious aerial phenomena, including UFOs, over European skies during World War II are Foo Fighters. That's a funny name. Yeah, it is. Question number eight. The U.S. state that has reported the highest number of UFO sightings since 1998 is California. She's big. A lot of people. A lot of people to see UFOs. Not so fun fact, Kelly Sharon has left California. Oh, womp womp. I'll be sending my UFO sightings elsewhere. <laughs> Look out, Kansas. It is true. My best friend has uh, moved out of state and left me with a broken heart. Next question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I will never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Moving on to round four. So this next round goes out to another patron. His name is Scott, and he recently had me give his daughter Ivy a birthday shout-out. In addition to the birthday shout-out, I also put together this celebrity pop culture round in her honor. Round number four is called Hot Goss. Here's some dirt for your skirts and some deets for your yeets. Get ready for some scalding hot tea with this round on recent celebrity gossip. And yes, I did add a lot of zillennial speak within these questions just to be extra obnoxious and prove how old and awkward I am. You're welcome. Thank you, Scott and Ivy. Question number one. Okay, Boomer. In June of 2021, what aging rocker picked an online feud with the young pop star Olivia Rodrigo? over album art similarities between the 1994 alt-rock album Live Through This and Rodrigo's 2021 debut studio album, Sour. Question number two. Skirt, skirt. What year is it? What two A-list celebs made headlines in 2021 upon rekindling a romance after several years? They originally met on set in 2002 while filming the flop, G. Lee. Question number three. High Key Dangerous. In April of 2020, Britney Spears admitted on Instagram that she accidentally burned down what room in her house after neglecting two burning candles. Question number four. In February of 2021, a leaked video of what country music star showed footage of him using the N-word? Although he was dropped by his agency, his record sales spiked and an outpouring of support from his fans followed. Say less, bro. Question number five. Vibe check. In April of 2021, 
What former Bachelor, fan favorite, and ex-boyfriend of gymnast Ali Raisman publicly came out as gay? Question number six. Early 2021, it was revealed that British pop star Harry Styles was dating what actor and filmmaker? The pair met on set while filming the upcoming project, Don't Worry Darling, Our Loss, Am I Right? Question number seven, Savage. Surpassing Lauren Gray in 2020, who holds the current record for the most followed individual on TikTok? This personality and dancer became the first person to reach 10 billion likes on the platform. Question number eight. Fresh out of the oven. In spring of 2022, entertainer Rihanna took her situationship to the next level and welcomed her first child with what other fellow musician? behind the hit, Babushka Boy. We'll give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. Here are the answers for round four, Hot Goss. Question number one. The aging rocker who picked an online feud with Olivia Rodrigo over album cover art similarities is Courtney Love. Oh, Courtney. You know. You want to stay relevant, you know? Yeah, but it's like everything is derivative these days. Nobody cares. It's a reference. And honestly, Hole's album cover, which by the way, it was a phenomenal album, is a reference to the movie Carrie with Sissy Spacek, you know, which was probably a reference to something else. Like, Yeah, for sure. You don't really own this. I know. It's one of those like we can all wear crowns and it's, sometimes it's nice to adjust each other's crowns. Agreed. Play nice, ladies. Question number two. The A-list celebs who made headlines in 2021 upon rekindling a romance after several years are Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Well, Ben's a lucky man. Yeah. Obviously. But, you know, Jennifer Lopez, I feel like getting married is just like one of her hobbies. Yeah. I think she's got time for another. We'll see. More power to her. Yeah. Question number three. In April of 2020, Britney Spears admitted on Instagram that she accidentally burned down her home gym. Which was like not a great look when she was trying to convince the world that she didn't need supervision. (laughs) Poor thing. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Like, how do you burn down a home gym? What are you doing in there? And not one candle, but two candles. She needs some of those like fake pumpkin candles that just have that little switch on the bottom. A nice little ambient flicker. No actual fire. She sure does. Question number four. The country star with a thriving career, despite leaked footage of him using the N-word, is Morgan Wallen. 
And this is when I say not a friend of the show, and then we get some one-star reviews about being too political. <laughs> it's nuts. Yeah, this guy is such a turd. And even right now, he has like one of the top three songs on the iTunes charts. That escapes me. It's insane. Hard pass on this guy. Not a friend of the show. Not a friend of the show. Question number five. The former Bachelor fan favorite who publicly came out as gay last year is Colton Underwood. Question number six. The actor and filmmaker who is currently dating pop star Harry Styles after meeting on set is Olivia Wilde. I actually approve of this couple. I love that she's 10 years older than him. I love that their couple name is Wild Styles. Yeah, that's really seals the deal, huh? And they're both gorgeous, so I don't have a problem with this arrangement. No, this one makes a lot of sense to me. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Wild Styles. Question number seven. The most followed individual on TikTok and the first person to reach 10 billion likes is Charlie D'Amelio. And I am not a TikToker, so I've never even heard of this person. But 10 billion is a lot. I'm also not a TikToker. I'm too old for that stuff, y'all. Actually, I'm looking forward to my birthday this summer, though, because I turn 42. And the only reason I'm looking forward to it is every time I get carded, then I can truthfully say, I'm double that. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. (laughs) Very cool. I can't wait. Every time. Every time, hands down. (laughs) Boom. Every time for a year. (laughs) (laughs) Question number eight. Rihanna recently welcomed her first child with fellow musician ASAP Rocky. Should I change my name to ASAP Ricky? Okay. Okay. You have to call me ASAP Ricky for the rest of the episode. Deal. (laughs) Your quiz master, ASAP Ricky. Cha-ching. Can we talk about Rihanna's maternity looks? Oh. So good. Wild. Beautiful. She let it all hang out. Shameless. It was on blast. Amazing. So many crop tops. So many sheer things. Even when her like belly button was poking out, she had that whole seam situation on her belly. She was like, mm, here it is. And all this glory. Totally. When I saw that seam, I was like, oh, that baby's coming. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna wear a thong and some Uggs and a whatever crop top and a baseball hat. <laughs> Get it, girl. Yeah, she's incredible. Moving on to round five. So as always, round number five is our connection round. It is a series of seven seemingly unrelated questions and answers that are somehow connected. So the answer to number eight will be the connection. Question number one. What type of salsa commonly used in Mexican cuisine anagrams to epic log load? E P I C. L-O-G-L-O-A-D. Question number two. Originally a promotional magazine for the Southern Pacific Railroad designed to combat the Wild West stereotypes about California, what lifestyle magazine focuses on homes, cooking, gardening, and travel. Question number three. Tinseltown bad boy Johnny Depp formed what rock supergroup in 2012? Alongside Alice Cooper 
and Joe Perry. Question number four. Born in Buffalo, New York in 1952, what supermodel became the first black woman to appear on the cover of Vogue? Question number five. Having no roads, only canals, what European city is home to St. Mark's Basilica, the Rialto Bridge, and Alberoni Beach? Question number six. Forming in 1965 in San Francisco, what is the psychedelic rock band behind the hits Somebody to Love and White Rabbit? Question number seven. In 1963, what famous activist delivered the quote, Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. It's connection time, and question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. We're going to give you a few seconds of music to wrap things up before we move on to the answers. And just as a reminder, the bonus anagram will be due at the end of this round. Here are the answers for round five, our connection round. Question number one. The type of salsa that anagrams to epic log load is pico de gallo. Speaking of epic log load and pico de gallo, did you know that the Mexican pizza is back at Taco Bell officially now? I did not. Thank you, ASAP Ricky. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Heard it here first. If you're craving a little fire in the hole. Hit it up. Ouch. The only thing I run for the border is those Fiesta potatoes. Those are legit. Yeah, cousins of tots. Question number two. The California-based lifestyle magazine that focuses on homes, cooking, gardening, and travel is Sunset Magazine. That's like just one of those doctor office fodder. I can't. It's too dull. (laughs) Totally. I need more hot goss. Obviously. Question number three. In 2012, Johnny Depp, Alice Cooper, and Joe Perry formed the rock supergroup, the Hollywood Vampires. And Johnny Depp would write the set list in his blood, and then they would all share a guy liner and play at the Viper Room. So cool. No thank you to this little group. (laughs) (laughs) You know I'm not that far off. (laughs) No, I don't think you are. Mm-mm. Question number four. The supermodel who became the first black woman to appear on the cover of Vogue is Beverly Johnson. She's stunning. She's a queen. Mm, yes, agreed. Question number five. The European city that is home to St. Mark's Basilica and the Rialto Bridge is 
Venice in Italy. Question number six. The psychedelic rock band behind the hits Somebody to Love and White Rabbit is Jefferson Airplane. And then they formed Jefferson Starship just to prove how lame they are without Grace Slick. And I was like, ooh, point proven. (laughs) (laughs) I do love some Jefferson Airplane, though. Yeah. Question number seven. The man behind the quote, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that, was Martin Luther King Jr. He's a quotable guy. Yes. Question number eight. The answer to question number eight is the connection between the answers for questions one through seven. And we had answers like Pico de Gallo, Sunset Magazine, The Hollywood Vampires, Beverly Johnson, Venice, Italy, Jefferson Airplane, and Martin Luther King Jr. And all of those answers include names of major Los Angeles boulevards. Sure do. I used to live off of Beverly Boulevard. Woo. Fun facts. Fun facts. Before we get to our bonus anagram of the week, it's time to reveal the answers to our May visual round. Our May visual round was called Scoot Scoot Boogie and featured stills from films with scooters. You had to name the film title for a point. Image number one was Roman Holiday. Image number two was Deadpool. Image number three was Lizzie McGuire, the movie. Image number four was Luca. Image number five was The Terminator. Image number six was Paul Blart Mall Cop. Image number seven was Spy. And image number eight was Despicable Me. Returning to our bonus anagram of the week, our bonus anagram this week was a mealy nip. Ooh, that sounds painful. (laughs) Are you experiencing this with all of your recent breastfeeding? Come on, the masses want to (laughs) know. I mean, basically, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Is your little homeboy teething yet? Uh, Yes, but no teeth have come in. Woohoo. Just wait. The question that goes with this anagram is... What former One Direction member released his debut studio album, LP1, in 2019? And the answer is Liam Payne. A mealy nip scrambles up to be Liam Payne. Do you think that Liam Payne's follow-up album will be called LP2? Because I do. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I see what he's doing there. (laughs) I think that's the whole plan for him. We're on to you, Liam. So I guess that does it. Kelly, don't be a stranger. I miss you. I love you. Mm, Same for me, but double. Oh. Thanks again to everybody that continues to listen and support our show. Uh, We hope that you all have a great week. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. Tune in every week for new episodes. We'd love to hear from you if you have any questions or feedback. Our email address is triviatimepodcast at gmail.com and our website is triviatimepodcast.com. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for weekly round reveals, free answers, and bonus questions. That wraps up this episode of Trivia Time, the podcast quiz show. I'm your host, Kelly Sharon, and I've been joined by our quiz master, Ricky Lime. We hope you enjoyed listening and playing along. 
If you did, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. We might even give you a shout out in a future episode. This week's background and answer break music is Chemistry by Mackay Beats. This has been a Pick and Shovel production recorded in Long Beach, California. Special thanks to Zach, Lydia, Abe, and all of our trivia buddies. Until next time, later later, taters. taters! If you haven't caught the Lizzie Borden movie starring Kristen Stewart and Chloe Sevigny, Chloe Sevigny, Chloe Sevigny, how do you say it? I thought it was Sevigny too. Okay. And Chloe Sevigny, I say it weird. My mouth is doing weird things. <laughs> and Chloe Sevigny, get to it. <laughs> You're making me laugh. <laughs> I'm making like mouth shapes that are making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like it. I want a live feed. <laughs> Ooh, you don't. And Chloe Sevigny. Oh, okay. You should see it because they get it on and it's really hot. See, that was totally worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Kristen Stewart's naked with an axe, covered in blood. (laughs) She was defending her girlfriend, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, twist, plot twist. (laughs) I did axe for that content, by the way. (laughs) Party on ASAP, Ricky.